This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Gaylord Perry said that he was on a game-to-game contract. He was a likable guy. He really was. He had that North Carolina drawl. He was from Williamston, North Carolina. He was a peanut farmer. He even sent me some peanuts. And I'm not sure if I still don't have a bag of those peanuts hidden away because I was kind of proud that it had on the on the burlap bag Gaylord Perry's Peanut Farm. But there was one thing that Gaylord Perry wanted more than anything. And after all, he had just about done it all. He had won Cy Young Awards in both leagues. And yet, he wanted 300 victories. Only 14 men had 300 victories And Gaylord Perry wanted to get number 300. And the Mariners let him have that opportunity. It was May the 6th, 1982, and a pretty good crowd on hand. We had promoted the fact that Gaylord Perry was going after his 300th victory. And I was just pumped up. I'm telling you, I had never broadcast such an historic thing. If it happened, well, it happened. Gaylord Perry, one out away from 300. The 2-1 pitch to Randolph. Swung on, bound ball to Cruz. This should do it. He's got it. It's over. Gaylord has 300. Everybody mobbing Gaylord Perry as he goes all the way. His teammates come out butt bullying. And Gaylord Perry becomes the 15th man in baseball history to win 300 games as the Mariners beat the Yankees 7-3. My, oh, my. The national media, television cameras out, Gaylord Perry with a hat off, saluting these fans in Seattle, saying thank you for coming out. He has done it. Number 300 in the ninth inning for the New York Yankees. It was a typical Perry one, two, three performance. Gaylord, no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. The Yankees are one, two, three, and they are beaten by Perry. Seven to three. Gaylord, thank you for coming by. And uh, what's it like to come back to Seattle? It's always great. It's great baseball fans here, and you know uh, they deserve a winner. And uh, I hope this year is one of them because I know when I played here, they were very exciting fans, and uh, I would love love playing here. I played also in Tacoma in the minor leagues, so this area means a lot to me. Twenty-two years a pitcher in the big leagues. Gaylord, 5,350 innings. Uh, you went, made 40 starts in a season three different times, 300 innings pitched in the big leagues in a single season, six different times, two Cy Young Awards, Hall of Fame in 1991. But you became a Mariner in 1982, 82 and 83. What were some of your fondest moments as a Seattle Mariner? Well, I called Dan O'Brien. He and my general manager, I was with Texas Rangers, and I couldn't get anybody to give me a chance to play. I wanted to try to get 300 wins. And I called him about the third week of spring training. He said, well, come on out if you make it to the club. Hmm. I was open day pitcher. 
So I was ready to play. I had been working out, and, and I was so happy to get a chance at uh, this place up here. It's always great memories for me. And a great memory in May of 1982, the Mariners against the New York Yankees. And you're one out away from your 300th career victory in the big leagues. You got the lead over the Yankees. Willie Randolph hits a ground ball to Julio Cruz at second base. What do you remember about that final out to get your 300th career win? And it's great to have you fans around the world listening on American Forces Radio. Being able to sit in on a bit of baseball history here at the Kingdom in Seattle, Washington tonight. On May the 6th, 1982, Gaylord Perry one out away from 300. The 2-1 pitch to Randolph. Swung on, ground ball to Cruz. This should do it. He's got it. It's over. Gaylord has 300. Everybody mobbing Gaylord Perry as he goes all the way. His teammates come out bud bullying. And Gaylord Perry becomes the 15th man in baseball history to win 300 games as the Mariners beat the Yankees 7-3. My well, I couldn't have the ball hit to a better infielder than Julio Cruz. Uh, he had played just great ball uh, in spring training, great ball opening season. He said <laughs> tonight he was very, very scared, didn't want to hit to him, but that's where I wanted the ball to go. I hit a ground ball to Julio, and he took a few extra steps after he uh, got that ground ball, and a lot has been said about why he had to take so many steps before he threw it to first base. Do you know why? I, I did not believe the story that I heard tonight. <laughs> something, something new all the time. Uh, you know, it's good for the people to come here and hear stories, and sometimes we stretch them a little bit. And he was just uh, showing off a little bit that that little step he's got. Uh, he did that a lot. I tell you what, you were on a television show many years ago with F. Lee Bailey, and had something to do with a lie detector test because you have been accused of doctoring up a baseball a time or two. You had him ask a specific question, I think is, and the question was, did you ever apply a foreign substance to the baseball? And you got off, you passed that test. How did you pass that test? Well, I just thought of what he's going to ask me, and when he asked that question, it come in, in uh, my brain that, hey, this stuff was made in the United States. It's not foreign. <laughs> so it, it was something that it was a good answer for his question. What do you remember about those days as a Seattle Mariner toward the end of your career, pitching in the kingdom and playing for Rene Latchman? Oh, Rene, is, he was just a great guy. In fact, he got released the same day I did. Yes, matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> he did. And, you know, I thought we had a good chance to improve uh, that year, but I guess the owners were uh, not very happy with what we were doing. And we were trying extra hard. It just didn't go our way sometimes. But uh, I love playing here and uh, dearly love coming back. What was it like pitching in the kingdom, Gaylord? Not good. <laughs> it was a small ballpark. Outfielders did play deep, so if it was line drives, they got a chance to get to it. But if it's a high-flying ball, it's in this ballpark. So I'd love to pitch in this ballpark you got today. 314 wins in the big leagues got you into the Hall of Fame. Your brother Jim pitched in the big leagues for a long time as well, and you faced one another. What was it like facing your brother Jim Perry? Well, it was exciting. I just like like uh, it wasn't my brother. I just you had to pitch against the player. He's with Detroit, and they had some heavy duty hitters, so you had to really know what you were doing. You just weren't thinking about your brother on the other side. But we had a good game. Uh, I think he won the game. I lost it, so but uh, I didn't get a chance to get him back. He hit Willie Mays. Did you have to go up and tight on your brother? I sure did. I meant to hit him. <laughs> and I think your answer was he never got an RBI for me like Willie did. That's true. He never got a home run for me or RBI. 
You know, when I when I take a look at your numbers, the complete games, the innings, 344 innings, how in the world did you do it back then? So many starts in a single season, 44 one year, and 340, 350 innings. How did you do it? Well, if you throw correctly, uh, the wear and tear on your arm is very, very little. And I, I played the 20-some years, never had any arm trouble. One spring I had a little tendonitis. That year I won the Cy Young Award, so uh, it didn't bother me. It's just one of those things that I started conditioning January 1st of every year and had six weeks of training before I reported spring training. So I was already in shape to pitch six eight minutes. Gaylord Perry, it's great to have you here in Seattle. 314 career wins and a number of those at the end of your career as a Seattle Mariner. 300th career victory in a Mariner's uniform. Two Cy Youngs in the big leagues, Hall of Fame in 1991. Gaylord, thanks so much for joining us here on our 40th anniversary edition. My pleasure and it's great seeing you again, buddy. Julio Cruz, you and Gaylord are attached at the hip because back in 1982, in May of 1982, Gaylord won his 300th game in a Mariner's uniform. Mariners, Yankees, and Willie Randolph hits a ground ball to you for the final out of the ball game. A lot of crow hop steps. You finally throw the ball to first base. Why did it take so long to throw that ball to first base to get Gaylord's final out? Well, first of all, Rick, before the pitch, I was praying to the good man upstairs, please, Lord, don't let this ball hit to me. <laughs> because, obviously, the 300th victory was in, the, was in the, everyone's minds. And I didn't want to boot it. And anytime you you played behind Gaylord, there was a chance, a good probable chance that you were going to boot the ball, not by uh, uh, default, but by some of the unnecessary <laughs> substance that went on the ball. What I did was, uh, Rick, I had to take a couple of extra steps so that I knew that I had the ball on the dry side before I let the ball go. If I would have just thrown the ball as I caught it, it would have gone into the, into the stand. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 